Welcome to Cannabis School. I'm your host, Jesse Angelus. And I'm Brandon Elder. And we're here to talk to you about everything pertaining to cannabis, from vape, flower, edibles, strains, and everything in between. Hey guys, hey, welcome hey. back. Yeah, it is a wonderful time. Happy holiday season. Yeah. Uh, I, I almost said happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, that's over. Yeah, I know. It's, you know, this time of year, there are so many strains out there. For those who are in Vegas, we came back from Vegas not too long ago. Uh, go check out Planet 13. Holy shit. That yeah. is cool. It's like the target of dispensaries. It's yeah. massive. Yeah, it's so massive. Somebody. Like, cause you go to regular places, like they have so many like checkouts. Could you imagine <laughs> having it fully staffed? That would have been so busy. There was over 50, maybe even 60. 42. 42, 42 people in line that were waiting when we, when I went to check out. No, no. I'm saying like checkouts. Oh, the actual checkouts. There's yeah, so many. I just meant customers waiting in line to order. There was 42. Which is crazy. And if we would have packed all those people in like your stereotypical dispensary. I would have felt crowded. Yeah. It would have been shoulder to shoulder. It didn't feel like it was packed at all. No, it's it so big. And the, yeah. and the level of different types of qualities of products. And and one of the things we had talked about over there. displayed. Well, yeah, especially that. You know, you got to see like rosin and resins and, and all the shatters nugs. and wax. All the nugs were out. Oh, yeah, it was so cool. Like, and ah. the one thing that was really strange, so uh, I, I, I'm really new to concentrates. I mean, mostly just, well, concentrates in the fact of not like... Dabbing, dab rigs. Yeah, dab rigs. Those type of Wax and and shatter and all the... But the thing I saw there, which was funny, is that they had diamonds, right? And and all they have is like these like fake-ass diamonds everywhere. And I'm like, is that what it is? And he's like, no, no, no. They're crystallized THC. Yeah. And, you know, for concentrates, they're all a little bit of the same, but they're all different, too, in, in many aspects. So today, we're going to be reviewing something that's actually perfect for what happens around christmas time yeah this also is... it's perfect because jesse's never tried this one nope never tried this first time and this is montana product oh. so this is a new for you as well trying a montana experience really yeah that's pretty cool i'm i'm excited because this lovely creature that we have today in in the dr dabber switch is chocolate orange yeah chocolate oranges and it's like really really tasty i have the zenco and i was going to use that one um but the experience like the flavor is not my favorite new um and i was gonna pull out the uh c note but unfortunately that one is my most it's like the least inconsistent yeah rig i love it i love its size i love how portable it is I don't like that it doesn't work all the time. I get you on that one. When it comes to dab rigs, literally my favorite one, hands down, is the Utilian 8. The Utilian 8 is small, compact. It's sexy looking. It's sleek. It has that yeah. cool little like spot you can put your you can put your wax on, and then it'll like it melt and drop drops into Drops down into the center. Oh, dude. So you don't have to like wipe it around the side of your bowl and but shit. The only thing that sucks about it is that either you got to turn temperature way high, which will definitely screw up the, the taste, and, and almost a little bit of the experience. I find that when I dab too, too high temperature, I don't get the same. It's I get a lot nice. of cough. Yeah. 
But this one is awesome, but you're going to have to go through several cycles. The only downside of the Utilian is it's a very short duration, but I find that I can get from just a little bit of concentrate, I can get like three or even four run-throughs on there smoking on it. And I am feeling good. So Mm -hmm. for concentrates and and for people who are sitting right there, you know, concentrates are a really good experience. It's the same as a pen. It's just in ways I'd say it's cleaner. Yes. I think it's cleaner. I mean, as far as like, if you're nervous, if you're nervous Mm. to try a concentrate out of a dab rig, it's just dosing. Yeah. That shit's intimidating to most people. Yeah. But the, it's it's just the, it looks like a pepper grinder from fucking, uh, that's because this thing is massive. (laughs) Like Dr. Dabber switch is a beast. But like I told you earlier before we started recording, it's because this thing lasts all day long. I can do concentrates out of this and use just this, leave it on, and it'll go all day. Mm. And you can charge it and dab at the same time. So Charge and dab. Yeah. But it also has like 26 different temperature ranges for concentrates that you can do. Which is cool because learning about concentrate or or just the temperatures and what type of terpenes mm-hmm. and cannabinoids and flavonoids you're going to be able to experience is at different temperatures. So it's really, really cool. Like I've even seen people like going the lowest they can on temperatures mm-hmm. to well, be able to get- you get the best terps. Massive flavor. You get flavor. so much flavor from those. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love with this one is I can start low, get that flavor as it burns off those lower terpenes and that I go up a little bit, get the next stage. And you can go through three, four different stages burning mm. the same concentrate. Yeah, this is like the equivalent to hard alcohol um, compared to like, you know, I would say like most bud, even carts, are more like beer and wine, maybe like a seltzer. And flour is just much better anyway. It is. It's just a nicer experience. Um, it's easier to control. But these are like hard alcohol where you don't need as much, but man, it's a it's a powerful it's wonderful because like we talk about carts have that ceiling that you can't break Mm -hmm. through and these just say boo like screw your ceiling and they just go right through yeah it's it it should be respected definitely but at the same time you know it's worth the investment so chocolate oranges yeah it's known for coffee mint and pine flavors but i want you to have the first hit here because is this ready to go you so the center button just push that and it'll light up. Once it turns green, it's ready. I know. <laughs> Powering oh, on. It's, it's done. Yeah, it's pretty quick. And it should be lower, so you get more of the terpenes right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> the flavor on these are fantastic. Apologize for the Oh my goodness. The amount of mint and pine that hits you. This is very Christmassy tasting. This is so unique. That's wow. But it has like a chocolatey hint to there. Yeah. I mean, Tropicana cherries was a concentrate that I really liked. Okay. Like the yeah. feeling, the hit, the taste was incredible. This is a very cool tasting strain. Yeah. Like, and, and oh I my love gosh. it because it's so even, <clears throat> even though it's known for like more indica leaning hybrid, mm. it's known for like talkative, focused, and happy feelings. 
So it's not a very indica dominant feeling that yeah, I've experienced. Well, and it's not a crackhead feel because, I mean, there are strains that'll make you feel like a crackhead. There's one strain you'll hear after this one that's very crackheadish. And it's awesome, though, in its own sense. Now, with this one, definitely on the talkative side, I feel way more talkative than the last strain. Oh, yeah. Last strain we reviewed uh, and go back, listen to that. It's be carbon fiber. Um, I was a little slower. Interesting, unique experience. Very like, strange. I don't even know what to compare it to. Nope. Like what other strain? Well, and and take it for this, we used it in a dryer vaporizer. So yeah. if you smoke this direct with flame, the experience could be slightly different because of the heat. What was the temperature you used when you vaped? Do you it remember? It was like 360, 370. Okay. Mine was 356. I turned it down from 365 where I'm usually at. Maybe it was that. I'm, but I'm it was still sure. nice. Well, but, and the cool thing with like the crafty, like what we learned when we were in Vegas, like I, I've been reluctant to be able to start it up from that, but you have to go into some like weird web app. But it's by far the coolest thing for the crafty. And I'll tell you why, because you can actually adjust the temperature and the duration on the app. Oh, yeah. And then you That's can so cool. craft the whole entire experience on that. Oh, my gosh. That yeah. was so neat. And, you know, it doesn't have an LCD, but, you know, who gives a shit? That, that's amazing. And it directly syncs up with your Bluetooth. Honestly, I never change my temperature on my Mighty Plus, really. So oh, the, that doesn't... Tells you how long you've been using yeah. it. I'm like, it doesn't really matter, I think, for the LCD screen. <laughs> if you have the ability to... Because you can't change the duration on the Mighty Plus, but you can in the app on that one. Yeah, so, that's so weird. So it's like there is some value to even that where I'm like, that's ton smaller. You don't have to worry about having the the it, LED screen. You just it's so tiny and yeah. so good. I mean, there are things you can do for concentrates with with a crafty plus. So they do have the kits where you can load up this like single cartridge that you will drop directly into this bowl, but it gets really messy. Uh, and but it contains it in that bowl, but that's the only thing I don't like about portable dab, any anything you're going to use concentrates with. Is it's extremely messy. Now, with the rig, especially the Dr. Dabber, I, I will say, even though the, the size, all that one, it is worth the exchange on how clean this thing runs and how yeah. easy it is to maintain. The one thing I don't like about the Utilion is their standardized banger that they put in most, most e-rigs that you see. And they tend to burn up. Now, maybe it's just because I'm feeling weird and I want that. It might just be the temperature they're doing it at. It may be. I mean, even if it's at the lowest, I've seen that. But happen. you're right. It, it does. I hate I hate the discoloration. I hate that. I, I love it to stay white. Clean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. I have some of the C-Note ones that did that. And I'm like, ah. And you know I have what a couple reminds, other ones. It reminds me of a toilet bowl that hasn't been cleaned for fucking ever. Gross. It's not like shit or anything. This is like this ring yeah. of like calcified whatever and the particles of shit <sighs> sticking to it. Dude, I, I find that I actually, um, over the years, I have progressively gotten more particular uh, about yeah. how clean my devices are. And I used to be more lazy with it. I'll tell you, I'll mm -hmm. be honest. The only one, and 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 this is another huge shout out to the craft to to stores and Bickle mm -hmm. in, in general. Their products, you can use this quite a bit and not clean it, and you're still going to be way better off than you would be with like a healthy rip. A healthy rip will. What's nice about the healthy rip is that it doesn't uh, clog very easy, but you got to clean it pretty regularly. In order for you to be able to get the same experience, but this is awesome. But the Doctor Dabber is awesome. I love my Utilian, just for the fact that it's it's just 
so compact. It just looks cool to me. Yeah. It does you know, have a cool design. It, it's I very cool design. That. But I, I will say that it's the best experience that I have with any of the other dab rigs, smaller e-rigs that I've tried. Now, I this is my first experience really with the Dr. Dabber, Ooh. even though you've owned this forever. Yeah, this was my second rig I ever bought. And I'll tell you that the flavors that we're experiencing right now with chocolate oranges is minty. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of mint. And piney. Like I get that po- piney <laughs> like right away with that first hit. It literally, and I'll tell you this, that's so cool about concentrates. Getting citrus. A yeah, bit. a little bit, right? It's on my lips. Nothing like key lime pie. Oh, oh no. Go back and listen to that episode. Or oh. limoncello. Oh, mm. that was so oh. good. Or super lemonade. <laughs> Man, I haven't oh, yeah. had that one in ages. That's so good. The citrusy, good. lemony smells mm, of that. Nom, 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 nom. Amazing. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah. You, you know what, though? I mean, going back, thinking about flavors of different concentrates, you remember those like fucking black market carts we used to get back in the day? <laughs> yeah. Like this is before the big scare. Well, that's because the second, once he got <laughs> to that, it was two or three times of me purchasing carts after before I stopped. Yeah. Because I was like, I saw one that came through. <laughs> and when I saw that, I was like, there's no way that's real. I can't trust this source. I can't trust any of those. And I instantly never bought another cart from anyone unless I got it from a pharmacy, like a dispensary myself. Yeah. Because instantly at those moments, and that's when we changed, like I went more into flour, more into other concentrates, but like, dude, but but you gotta yeah. admit <clears throat> they had cereal carts, and they were cool. And and for some of the uh, you guys I are gonna like cereal, <laughs> dude. They were awesome. They had Count Chocula, Apple Jacks. Yeah, it tasted oh, like Apple Jacks. Gosh, it was like it was what? So... Do you remember they had like an app? They had another Apple one we tried, but it tastes like ass. It was oh, horrible. Was some... Yeah, what? It was green apple something. Yeah, it wasn't a cereal cart though. It no, was different... it was a, it was caramel apple or whatever. Something gross. Tasted awful. Like someone shitting in your mouth. Yeah, well, I haven't been there. But, Me either, but well, what I imagine. Well, like... I mean, you know, hey, whatever stays in <laughs> Vegas, right? right? So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so back to chocolate oranges. <laughs> <laughs> uh, With the eyes like, a, I don't want to miss. <laughs> It's a good thing I got a big mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oops. Yeah. I, you know, it's... It, okay, so what I was going back to, what I love... What I love about concentrates is that I only had one hit. Mm-hmm. And I am feeling more energized. So, again, and and don't always take the, the name on the tin to be your final destination. There are indicas that are absolutely energizing and make oh, yeah. you feel amazing. Because this has terpenoline, myrosine, and caryophylline. Those are the weird dominant terpenes in there. Yeah, terpenoline is not one that you see. Terpenoline as is often more of the fruity in... one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so one. it's, yeah, I don't get that though. Like I can, I don't get the chocolate oranges. I get hints of chocolate sometimes, and then I got citrus, oddly enough, in my throat. Like, it's weird. It came from mint. This is like uh, mint chocolate chip genetics and Orange Valley OG genetics. Never had Orange Valley. I haven't had either of those. What's the other one? Mint chocolate chip? Mint chocolate chip. I haven't Uh, had that. Yeah. Yeah. Not either. And the minty ones are actually pretty minty. Like, you know, I think that as far as flavonoids go... 
uh, when you find a strain that's got the minty ones, if you find them, it has lemonine and terpenaline. Is that terpenaline. Right? Terpenaline. Yeah. Um, that you usually, that's like your lemoncellos, like real fruity, but, or even like any of the cherry strains. I would imagine that you would find those quite a bit in that. Probably. But this is just, it's, it tastes like Christmas. Well, and it's, it's known to be like very talkative, very giggly and very just like, this Happy strain. Is, if you're not a big fan of waking up on Christmas morning, oh, this would do it. This will help you out. Yeah, you like you'd be so excited. Honestly, oh, and and this was live rosin. So yeah, live rosin is unless you go like sauce or diamonds. I feel like live rosin is your best bet in concentrate. Yeah, the best a, experience, and a little goes a long way. Like yeah, you, you don't need to like get. And that's it's a it's a slow graduation as far as that one. Like if we if we put it on this evolutionary scale of how I feel for myself, right? Being more of a sativa feeling, and that that's a clarification. Sativa feeling high. Um, it's always flower, right? Then carts, yeah, concentrates, heroin, and then <laughs> edibles, <laughs> edibles. <laughs> Edibles above heroin. Like, no, oh, I've never tried heroin. Stars of yes. death. Is, bah, 500 milligrams. I just, I'm just going to drool in the corner. Can <laughs> yeah. like, you imagine that? Somebody just... Like, oh, oh, oh. I mean, that would be terrible. I would feel bad. I would feel bad. Like we'd be yeah. trying to pour lemon juice in my... Like, what? <laughs> I know. It's like he's been like paralyzed by aliens when they abducted him and probed his ass. Right, oh God, I, this, I've seen some people be way like that kind of high. It's that's really disheartening. I've yeah, been horrible. there. I've been there, you know. But I mean, on the inside, I was freaking out. On the outside, I look like, well, that guy looks high. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest, it's just like, yeah, I'm high. Like, Honestly, I feel like now that I think back to the time that I had a 115 milligram brownie the first time, I probably felt like I was freaking out. But I just laid down and put on a Zaba by Glass Animals on the projector. Oh, yeah. And I turned up the surround, laid down, and just, that's all I did. I breathed and watched that. And I was like, all right. And then everything else disappeared. And I forgot about being really high and really stressed. Yeah, it's uh, this, this, you know, speaking of, of those eliminations, of eliminating that in your, bo- in your mind, in your body, this strain is definitely for that. If you are mm-hmm. down, um, this and especially this time of year, maybe this is something that you should be keeping in your rotation throughout this cold season. Remember I that would. we need to be outside, getting you know your vitamin D from the sun, but and moving, yeah, and moving around. But sometimes it's just not enough. Yeah, right. Winter can be hard. Like these months can be hard for people, especially if you live in a really cold or like cloudy place. Maybe it's more depressive. Well, and not only that, but <clears throat> you know, when you think about uh right now the economic times, but not only that, it's this overwhelming feeling that you you've got to provide all this really cool shit, right? Like <laughs> they're releasing the new like PlayStation 
slim version. Yeah, course, PlayStation right. Five slim. Yeah, and it's better, and you of know, it, you gotta have it. Yeah, it, it stays crunchy in milk. It plops when you cook them, right? Oh, I mean, nice. they they've got all these cool things. Get them while they're hot. Yeah, why why not, right? And it, there's all this demand on you. There's all this demand for you to perform. Keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, it's supposed to be a time of just giving and peace and all that. What is it? It's a time of commerce. It's a time of stress. Yeah. And like people taking out extra debt sometimes for stuff or like not having money and then feeling stressed about like, well, I'm not giving my family what everyone else is giving. And it's like, but that's because they lose sight of what's actually important. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Like it's, I would agree. It's just spending the time. Like if that's, if they're valuable to you, that person, give them time. Yeah. Give them energy. It's like show them that you care. Going, here's a toy or something. It's great. Like as a parent, I love seeing my kids open those things. Yeah. You love seeing them light up and like that excitement. You want to give them that. But at the same time, like you don't want them to feel. Like, that's what they need, and that's what everything is for and stuff. Right, and it also kind of sets a precedence. Yeah. So it's, you know, when when your kids are, are opening these, like, a shitload of gifts one year, and the next year it's not so much, and going, this it? So um, when I first Not got, to say that my kids do that. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I'm sure that well, the parents first, feel that. First year that Haley was born, she got a ton of gifts. Oh, yeah, Max. He got Me and my ex-wife, we... Uh, we sat down and we were like, you know, we don't want our kids to grow up spoiled. We don't want them to grow up thinking that like, hey, why didn't I get as many as last year? And back then I was I was religious. And we looked at it and we said, Jesus was brought three gifts. So why can't there be three gifts? Every yeah. Christmas they can get three gifts. That doesn't mean there's like a specific dollar limit on it, but it's like three gifts. That way they're not getting accustomed to well, he got five last year, or I got seven, or like, yeah, that's good. That's then good it's point. just like, it doesn't matter the dollar or whatever. You can choose what you're spending on that, but it's three gifts. Yeah. That's what they get because, and, and I grew up like, I never thought we were, I thought we were poor. My mom was frugal as fuck, incredibly smart, but I always thought we were poor. Christmas time was a time of like seeing what all my friends got and going, I got like scriptures, but, or I got like a coloring book and some some pants and fucked up. <laughs> like some shit. But, like I remember the year that I got a remote control car. That was probably really cool. And that was like, oh my gosh, mind blown! I actually got this, and I was like beyond excited. But it's my mom was like my parents were never rich when I was growing up. They were always frugal. My mom was really smart. And it wasn't until later in life that my dad started doing better. But like, it's that thing of realizing we don't need all of this crap half the time. No. And it's, and that, and, you know, and that's part of, you know, the plant is being very introspective too, being able to go back to that. Cause I think that too, you know, what's most important around this time, you know, for me, you know, a lot of it has to do with my faith too, but I won't go into that. But it's the, it's just the feeling of, of giving, of caring. And honestly, I just don't feel like it's about that with most. Be, and, it, you know, we could say like, oh, it's the propaganda, man. 
So he's trying to force us to buy shit. They ain't fucking forcing you. You're buying it. Yeah, motherfucker. It's I just mean, commercialism. Yeah, you're it's, just you're just buying because it's it's in, it's appealing. It's doing its job. It's what everyone's doing. It's w- yeah. what yeah. And it's we've done it's, it for so long. It's kind of like a diet, though, too, man. And and this is this strains making very introspective. So if you want to ponder some shit, I I would use this strain. This is fantastic. But you know, thinking about right now, you think back to all the things that that you thought made you happy, but they really didn't. They never really brought you happiness. The simple things always brought happiness. And thinking about like diet, like, you know, thinking about like where my body was used to being able to, cause I'm a type two diabetic and I didn't always follow that. Right. Like, like the gross out time for Brandon is anything with pumpkins. I'm going to talk about pumpkin story, but pumpkins. pumpkin pie is one of my favorites that my wife makes. I've eaten any other type of pumpkin pie. All tastes like shit. Literally, I just don't like it. I concur with that. Brandon, all Brandon, pumpkin pie tastes like shit. Yeah, right. Except my wife. <laughs> He's never had my wife, so you can't say that, right? I would he take hates. a bite. Oh, I wouldn't. If your wife me. made pumpkin pie, but it's I, like strawberry rhubarb pie. People give that yeah. like, why are you putting celery yeah, in this? That, it's a pie. I've what tried the it. fuck? Grandma used to make that stuff. Disgusting. Or just rhubarb pie. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible. Ah, like, why? Yeah. It's so, like, bitter. It was it's horrible. Just, it's horrible. Like, I don't want to crunch in my dessert like that. I don't that. hate myself that much. I know, like, right? Don't, don't torture me. But, you know, I, I, I really worked hard for the last, I would say, six months. I really worked hard. And now it's to the point like where if I started to eat any candy, I couldn't stop. Like we were watching a movie or maybe I get snacky at night. But since I've made that and I've abstained from it, I don't desire it anymore. And I see it the same way with like commerce. Like, you know, everybody's rocking like the iPhone 15 or 16 or 38, whatever the fuck it is now, right? I'm rocking a 10 still. I've got the 12. The screen's fucked up. It's got a couple of, of pixels that are, you know, dead. Uh, but for me, it's not necessarily like I need the new phone for that experience, right? I need that best experience. Because you get that and it lasts for like... You Six know, months and then there's a new version. Yeah, but then your your excitement dies out after a month. You're like, oh, man, it's, look at the pixel. Babe, look, this video's never been so clear. Look at this. <laughs> yeah. Mr. B's giving away money, right? I mean, it's just like stuff like that. I get excited for like the new camera and like yeah, the quality of, of it. And I'll go take like a ton of pictures. I'll go hiking and stuff, take pictures in the mountains for a couple months. And then I still do it like normal, but I'm not so excited about like, oh my God, this camera. It's just like, now it's just my phone. Right. Or or any VR device. Yeah. It's short-lived. It's food stripe bubble gum. Remember, I got that one for my kids years ago, and it was like... Sat around for time. Yeah. And it was like, I mean, this is cool, but in reality, is it worth the value of it? Like, could I invest that into doing something different with my kids and enjoy the time? But even thinking about that, too, it's bringing it all full circle, right, to cannabis is so great on that side that you're able to find one that's going to suit you at that time. And it doesn't matter what the concentrate of THC is, like what's the one with the most? It's the one that has the terpenes that really 
just go nicely along with what yeah. you are feeling at the time. And that's why it's it's very important to put in that little bit of effort, find out what are all the terpenes that are known and detailed about. There's a lot of terpenes we have no idea about. And these terpenes are found in plants. Oh, and there's tons. Like the breakdown for each strain that you get probably is hundreds of terpenes. Oh yeah, but but the most that's prevalent. Not, that's yeah, that's not going to be really relative to you because you're not going to understand all of that data and what that means. Right. That would take forever to actually accumulate and figure that all out. So they just go with the highest, the, the highest, highest concentration two, three, of these. Um, the thing I loved in the Vegas one, it had like the entire breakdown of. It's like 47% terpenes or something. You're like, oh, that's awesome. And then yeah, it gives you a breakdown that. of each of them. And you're like, ah, oh, it's really nice because then you can have a really better understanding of what your experience is. Man, that, and that goes on to the bud tenders too. Bud tenders need to really put in that time. I know that your job probably isn't making the most of what you want, but you have to think about right now. And this is something that Jess had told us from MJ BizCon. It is a serious business. This is a massive growth opportunity. If you are getting involved into the cannabis industry and you are a bud tender, that is not your end destination. It should not be. It's your entryway into the door. Yeah. Or you're a trimmer at a grow. Whatever. If you're so passionate about it and you want to make it a career, right now is the time to start investing into that because where you could go later on, you'll never know. Well, and if if you've been listening to this show for a while, you probably have a better understanding of what cannabis is than at least 70% of the bud tenders that I've ever met. Yep. So automatically going into the industry, you can help raise the bar to a better level, giving yeah. better quality for the customers, for the clients, people like you, people like your friends, your family. And it just automatically creates cannabis, raises it to the bar of what you want it to be. Yeah. And it, it it's it's to be respected and it, it's still like, you know, as far as research is going, like we're talking about with most of these terpenes, we don't know what they do. The majority of these we don't, but the cool part is it's it's slowly getting better. And what does that mean? It means better grows, better yields, better concentrates are gonna come from them and new types of delivery systems that you hadn't even fathomed where yeah. it can get now to that pharmaceutical grade where they can know by the milligram without a doubt. I'm excited for to actually get inhalers that are that way because it was years ago that I saw them at yeah. the cannabis thing here. And I learned it was basically 50,000 to go through their um, training to be medically board certified trained. Wow. And then $50,000 for the equipment. So you're hundred grand in, but then you could actually produce medically dosed inhalers that were actually medical grade inhalers. So at that point, you can figure out perfect dosing for it, figure out terpenes, cannabinoids, and as they're like, hey, this is the perfect dose for this person, you can craft that work with them and put it into it. And then it's each inhale, and an inhaler is legal to use anywhere. Well, you can go inside. Like you're not. It's just that an would inhaler. be pretty cool. I I I would almost like to lean towards that because of the carcinogens and things like that. Like I worry about that sometimes. Same, but the the biggest reason, and this is what um was making me really want to look into it, is when I talked to them, 
the thing that is big with medication is bioavailability. Yeah. And even when you vaporize it, when you eat it, you're only getting like 20 to 40% oh, yeah. total. But yeah, if you use an inhaler, an inhaler is 90% bioavailability. Yeah. It's like the most, the next closest thing to intravenous. And they're not going to inject you with THC. Oh. No, exactly. Oh. No, you wouldn't do that. Can you imagine? No, it would oh be fucking horrible. Oh. So the next best thing would be an inhaler. So since that time when they told me that, even though I still would probably smoke sometimes because that's just, it's nostalgic for me. Mm. Like it's the experience. But I would probably regularly use an inhaler. But every now and then still do. Oh, yeah. Just for nostalgia and for like the smoking with friends or something aspect. Are you falling asleep over there? Dude, like, I'm going to tell you <laughs> what. Like, no, it looks like it. My eyes are so slanted right now. I'll tell you right now, um, this is a what I like to classify as a transformer strain. It's it's in disguise. So it's got him in the eyes. Well, dude, like at first, it was awesome. Yeah. Like the first hit. It, I love how fast this thing heats up. Oh, yeah, that's insane. But... I'm telling you guys right now, like you see me like slowly, like you could pretty, pretty much blindfold me with dental floss at this moment. And, uh, I am just feeling so relaxed and so chill. Yeah. I mean, this one was known for pain, anxiety, and depression mm -hmm. that it's used for. And I feel like, cause both of us have been anxious and stressed. Yeah. I feel none of that right now. No, not like, at all. This is so relaxing but mm. like just with life but my actual focus and like my energy like yeah. i don't feel tired no i'm i am uh i'm feeling so relaxed like if somebody said hey dude you want to take a nap you're like oh sure yeah, <laughs> i mean sounds, i can see that sounds good right i am i mean and i am a little bit more sensitive to concentrates i think all of us are um but you know just off of one hit i'm a cheap date that's freaking awesome i know that's freaking awesome i love that um yeah if you are so inclined to get into concentrates chocolate oranges is a high recommendation oh or in flour they, i would they, love to find where this we in find flour? That flour uh this came from montana so i wonder if they have it in flour in montana Oh or my if there's other places that it's legal in Montana? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking Wyoming. Yeah. Wyoming no. is no. Uh good. actually, the there's gray areas that they're utilizing with that. Oh, that they're I know. using in a lot of areas. Idaho is the bad is the bad land. Right, so we're gonna have a quick segue and talk about this. Technically, according to the federal law, what's illegal is Delta Nine. Delta Nine is not prevalent in cannabis, except for in like minuscule amounts. Okay. Basically, what is prevalent in the cannabis plant is THCA, not mm -hmm. THC. Right. And THC is what's illegal. It's only THC once it's activated. Right. I mean, ignited. Yeah, the or actual heated. plant is, I mean, you yeah. could eat the plant and be like, Damn. so in these states, they're selling it in lots of states called THCA now. It's the exact same product, but their COA is labeled with the correct labeling of what it is at the time. <laughs> Because it's not 18 or 20% THC, 
it's 18 or 20% THCA because that flower has not been activated. That concentrate, that whatever is not activated 99% of the time. There is like some concentrates that are already active, but most of them, most things are not. Whoa. Meaning that that product, that whatever it is, is by label, by technical chemical breakdown of what it is, is THCA. Hmm. So they're selling THCA flour, THCA pens in tons of states now, Wyoming being one of them. That's crazy. Because that is their way to skirt around it. And in, I mean, that makes sense. It is 100% legal to sell then at that point. When's Idaho going to get on board? I have no idea. I I watched a video that had like the Idaho senator or something, and he was talking about some topic. I, I don't remember what it was, but his response was basically like, oh, I, I didn't actually put any thought into that. Oh, yeah. I remember we were talking about that. And I was like, what in the world? Like, you have people. You have tons of people who can read policies and stuff for you that get sent through. Yeah. There's more than just you in your board of people. Like, no, no person really believes that the senators are sitting down and reading all these things themselves. Yeah. Like, they have interns, they have people who working for them. They're not sitting down and reading them all. So they could easily get a consensus of everything that's placed in front of them. Yeah. But it's just, they don't care. Well, it's, yeah. So, where either they don't care or they have some other reason why they chose not to. Well, I mean, they have their vested interests. You know, you As have always. to think about your voters. You have to also think about your donors, more your donors than your voters. Yeah. And so with the donors, if, if there is a company that is going to, because that's the one thing when you get elected to those offices, day one, your job is to get reelected. It's not oh, to yeah. implement policy or make changes. Well, that's why they got all these donations. And that's why you get people who went in making 100000 a year to making $170 million in Yeah, value. that's when they're leaving it. And you you're know, like, hmm. The best fictitious politician is uh, Kevin Costner in Wyoming. Because when he became the governor, oh, no, kick all these fucking idiots out of here. Right? I mean, he was just like, just came in there like any other regular person. Like, my job is not get reelected. They don't give a shit. He didn't give a shit. He yeah. did it just to save his own ass. But when he did that... That kind of politician would make those kind of changes. Be like marijuana. What will we do this marijuana? Uh, it's a eighty billion dollar industry. You know, twenty. Right. You know, it's like a twenty some odd billion dollar industry. But say and then we're you in think the about like how much taxable income that is yeah. for your state. How much can be put back into infrastructure, right. schools, like all of these well, things, not only programs. That, like, be, I mean, if you think about it, shit. you know the the better off it is, you know, the taxes can be lowered. You know, imagine that's the Las Vegas factor for any state that really utilizes the best laws and consumer laws to be able to help them is being able to legalize this and lessen the regulations on certain things, like what can be created, what can be consumed, how and it can be consumed. Tighten regulations in yeah. other ways, like what's required in your right. grow, like what level of COA is required. When was your testing done? Who was your testing done by? Like, isn't that funny though? Yeah. Because the 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 restraint on them is the delivery method. Like, that's going to change anything. Yeah, but it's got to be the whole process. Like, make sure that the process before we we're able to have the sausage. None of us know how the sausage is made unless you've invested the time or you've watched several documentaries. 
but it is a lengthy process. It is a slow burn. It's not quickly. And once it matures to that point, now you're able to harvest it. There are so many other things that come after that point. So it's, it, I think that, you know, for most consumers, you need to really think about that is where is it being grown and how is it being grown? Who's paying attention to that? Can I get information on it? Because that starts to be able, the more demand for the product is how you start to be able to get those hands that are typically greased by those who are against it can start being, being greased by those who are for it. And that's the unfortunate thing, but that's how it works. You got to pay these fuckers off in order for things to happen. Or you've got to get enough of them that are like, why, why are we outlawing this? Yeah. This, this is fucking awesome. Like, what, what's up with this? That's why I was disappointed the one Utah person who <clears throat> tried it left. You know, and a lot of it's the fear. You, that is, uh, that will destroy you in certain ways. And it's, it's hard for many of those people to say, fuck it. Well, okay. So we had a company or a, a university reach out to us. And I actually sent them in the email last night or this morning, turning them down. Yeah. Um, but basically, one of the people was unable, unwilling to just even discuss their cannabis use. Yeah. Yet they study and research cannabis. And I'm like, we're not wanting to go in depth, but there's a difference between just hiding that you use cannabis and we're not asking you to use cannabis on the show. No, it, it's like finding out that the founder of Krispy Kreme is a vegan and uh, well, doesn't, doesn't consume eat, sugar. Yeah, doesn't eat donuts. Yeah, I don't eat They're donuts. They're like, oh, I made Krispy Kreme, but I don't touch that shit. Right. It's it, you. That's a contradiction. It's a big contradiction for me. I know it's a contradiction for you. It's nothing against those individuals. I understand the collegiate world is very different. The academic world is very, very harsh on each other. But when it comes to cannabis... How do you change the stigma if you're hiding? Yeah, exactly. How do you present like and if you are if you're using cannabis in the light that makes you one of those stigma perpetuating people, then Yeah. Well, in 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 for example, like, you know, I I stir that pot every Sunday when I go to my church because people ask me, "What do you do?" <laughs> Say, I smoke pot for a living. Now, I, just Total transparency. We do not make enough money to even live off. We probably make enough off of that to like have enough gas to get to Vegas and back in <laughs> a pizza. That's nice. I mean, it yeah. pays for that. It was awesome. Yeah, it All pays for a lot of things. But you know, we're not wealthy by any means. We don't have. We don't make what many could call a living. Right? No, but we educate people. Yes, but I joke about around cannabis. about that. Oh, same. Because so it's, I joke. It, it's a, it's a good can opener. It's an eye opener, and they're like. What? And Wait, you do what? But you know, the thing I I I have over the last few years, what's great about uh and these are conservative people that ask for these stringent laws. These are very conservative people. And what I get now is and it's always somebody new. And they go, you know, my mother has been looking into that, or I've been looking into it, or my wife's into it, or my wife is suffering from this, or you know, my dad, he's struggling with this. It's really interesting because the conversations that used to being had with conservative individuals such as these, and they're around my age, so they're going to be a little bit more stubborn and more hard-headed about changing their minds. Like, oh, that's for idiots. That's for stupid people. But it's not. And it, when you're now you're starting to see this kind of shift with them going, cool. And what they need is someone to be open about it. What's interesting is that they 
they have shifted their mindset because of how I'm acting about it. And that's how all of us need to. If you're having difficulty coming out to your family member, your spouse, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whoever, you're having difficulty coming out with them because you started to use cannabis. And there's a big stigma around it where you live or maybe- Or in your family. Yeah, or maybe in their family, right? We had a listener that loved it, but had to do it in secret because his girlfriend was so against it. And it's hard when you don't have that support. Yeah. For this, because if if not, you feel like you're you're a criminal. You're doing something wrong. Yeah, but so there's that. a guilty aspect, I'm right. sure, and that that puts in anxiety and fear, and like that doesn't make utilizing cannabis an easy an easy thing yeah. to do. But at the same time, I'm sure having that conversation can be incredibly hard as well. It is only if you allow it to be, and I think it's just having that stance of just saying, you know, I'm going to be open about it because guaranteed there's going to be somebody around you when you're open with it. They're going to be waiting for somebody to be more open with it because they're scared to try it. Well, and the thing is maybe your partner already has seen the difference of you. Like maybe they noticed that you are different sometimes, that maybe you're calmer. And maybe you can go and approach that and go, hey, maybe you've noticed there's times that I'm, you know, more high strung or this or that or, you know, whatever's going on. Maybe whatever it is that it's helping you with, maybe that's why you're approaching them. Could be, could because be. Because it's, you know, this I've noticed helps me in this way, but I hate hiding it from you. Like, because no one likes that feeling. Uh, no one like. I mean, maybe some people do. Well, and it's going to be harder for those who especially, you know, come from a faith background. You know, this device here, that that does not look like oh, no. the values you've been brought up with, especially where you grow up in a place where it's predominantly one religion, that's in that area, you know, in the East, you're going to find yeah. predominant religions in certain areas. Or in the South and yeah. Midwest, like... Here in Utah. Yeah, and Idaho. Right. Like, it, it just yeah, happens. Idaho. And it, it but it, that's the thing, it's, you know, you, you but being it's, open it's about mindsets. it. it's mindsets. Yeah. And it's just approaching that mindset and helping them open their eyes to just see that maybe this plant is more than what they thought it was. Yeah. And that it could be more for you. So... Thinking about it right now, um, and and I've come back out of the sleepy thing. It was weird. It was like yeah. a, it was a wave. Yeah, it was just a wave like your eyes sleepy. were just like. What's going on, bro? But yeah, but I now I'm back. And this is a great strain. When I took a drink, mm-hmm. um, I hadn't taken a drink the whole time. Yeah, it's low on the cotton mouth. It's not overwhelming, but it slowly comes back. You know, there are some strains where you're just taking drink after drink. Yep. And it's just dry as hell. Oh yeah. But this one, it it slowly gets dry again. Um, but the first drink of water I had, it was just, it was just Christmas again. It was pine, pine needles. That's what it, like if I made a pine needle tea, that's what it would taste like. It was just went over, and it wasn't bad. It sounds awful, but it really isn't. It's very just, it's, I don't know, it's weird. It's refreshing and quenching. <laughs> quenching how you should. Quench your thirst. Quench, quench your brain. Just mm. chill out. Yeah. This is a nice chill strain. It really is. So, yeah, I, I highly recommend it. 10 out of 10. Yeah. I, yeah, send, tell it's your really mom, good. tell your friends, like, this, this is a winner. telling his mom, like, it's always about that. <laughs> Dude, if I could get my mom to actually use cannabis like this. Uh, I don't know. It would be amazing for her. Uh, actually. My, she'd probably cry <laughs> for a while. Right. 
but that might be needed. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's this is is a super high recommend. Um, yeah, ask your local bud tender or your plug. Yeah. Hey, can you get me some chocolate, chocolate oranges? oranges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, real Great quick. Stuff. Thanks so much for our Patreons. Yeah. Sorry we didn't say it at the mo- beginning. We just got distracted by this strain. Well, no, you guys Thank know you we all. love you, but it just, uh, yeah, we you mean a lot, you know. And I wasn't yeah. I wasn't downplaying by any means. Like I just want you guys to know that we we're not we're not wealthy off of that. Everything goes to support this show. Really does help us a, a ton because we love making this content for you. And we're going to be having, if not, we're going to be having it really soon. Is our live sesh. We haven't figured out the date yet, but between 26th and 29th of December sometime. Okay, so pay attention to that one. Look on our social media. Pay attention. We're going to be seeing a post that's going to give a date and uh, a link. Everything that's going to be there, we're going to do a live sesh. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a bunch of people on there. So Stay tuned. Yeah. Love you guys. As always, take care.